Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. Before we kick off the show, I just wanted to take a moment to remind you that the ICC Men's Cricket T20 World Cup Final is taking place in Barbados this summer. This, by default, gives all of my fellow cricket fanatics the perfect excuse to go and book a holiday to Barbados in June and experience firsthand the euphoric atmosphere at the Kensington Oval, the cricket mecca of the Caribbean. If the cricket alone isn't enough to tempt you, then let me be the one to remind you that a trip to Barbados can also include leisurely strolls along the breathtaking coastline, mouth-watering flavours of the world-class Bayesian cuisine, and, of course, plenty of rum. Head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today to book the trip of a lifetime to Barbados, the best place to be a cricket fan. listening to the following on podcast in partnership with the ECB. I'm Mark Nicholas and I've got Darren Goff and uh, Alex Tudor alongside me. We look back at the second day's play from Barbados. West Indies finished on 71 for one in reply to England's 507 for nine. Ben Stokes is being interviewed right now, so let's go straight to him. So, yeah, sort of once I got in, I just sort of tried to seize the opportunity of us having so many runs on the board. I've seen you do this before. There was a unilateral decision that you made in Cape Town a couple of years back in the New Year's Test match where you just decided, I'm going to flick the switch and push this game forward. Was it a similar thing today? You just felt good and rolled with it? Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, it's just identifying those situations. You know, you're not always going to be... Um, you know, fortunate enough to go in um, in those situations on a good wicket. You got loads of runs on the board, and you know, obviously winning the toss, batting first, and trying to get as many runs as you possibly can. But um, yeah, trying to get the game, you know, moving quickly into the back end of day two to give us an opportunity to be able to bowl at the back end of the day. And now we've only got to take nine wickets in our, of West Indies now. It still looks like it's going to be hard work out there. There, there has been a little bit more um, in the way of assistance, so maybe a bit of variable bounce. And Jack's getting a few to turn. Yeah, the wicket sort of changed. Um, you know, towards the back end of our innings, um, obviously seen a few balls spin and bounce there from Leachy. Um, and the seamers felt like they were in the game um, a lot more than Antigua anyway. Um, so it'll be interesting to see what tomorrow brings, but, you know, it's a good wicket and, you know, we've got two of their, um, you know, you know, better batters in at the moment. So, you know, going into tomorrow, the morning session is going to be huge for us to try and make some inroads into the West Indies batting order. Clearly been through a lot over the last year or so. It was a, a, a magical moment to sort of celebrate that first hundred since uh, since all of the things you've been through over the last year or so. Yeah, it was. Um, it's, yeah, I think, you know, you're obviously playing in a, in a team sport. You never like to think anything, um, you know, in a selfish way. But, you know, that's out of the hundreds I've got, 
you know, personally, that's probably the, one of the more memorable ones with everything that's gone on over the past couple of, you know, 18 months or two years. So, yeah, it was a very special feeling. Great stuff. Well, busy couple of, big couple of days for you. Thanks for speaking with us. No Nice to hear from Ben Stokes. You're listening to the following on podcast in partnership with the ECB. So, Ben Stokes first. Uh, Goffey, I'd like your thoughts on this very strong character who's, as Mark Butcher just alluded to, had a pretty difficult last year of his life. Um, come out of it with flying colours, uh, bold like a demon in Antigua and, and uh, batted like one here in Barbados, having had a an indifferent tour of Australia by his own admission, not himself quite. Yeah, I, I don't think you were quite ready uh, for the for the Ashes trip. I, re- I really don't. Um, I, everything he's been through, um, I only talked about uh, the loss of his father, hit him really, really hard mentally. He took a lot of time off. And I just don't think he was quite at the races on that Ashes tour, living in a bubble. Um, and he found that very, very difficult. And he talked many times, didn't he? But he's got his mojo back going into the West Indies. He thought he let some of the players, his teammates down in Australia by not competing the way he's expected to compete. And everybody expects Ben Stokes to play. But definitely, since he's gone to the West Indies, um, with a ball in Antigua on a flat pitch, bowling all those overs showed huge, huge heart. That's what we used to see from Ben Stokes. And then today, that innings is as good as you can get. He come in and he, he, he was watchful, but soon as he got anything half to it, he threw the bat at it. And then he just grew in confidence and played some absolutely wonderful shots on a pitch that's not easy. It's not a quick pitch. It's got a bit of slow. You have to be really confident in your shot selection. And he just hit the ball so well, especially down the ground. When he's in harness with Joe Root, it's almost perfect to watch, isn't it, Alex? Yeah, they complement each other extremely well. As you said, the way they run between the wickets, the rotation of strike. And as you said, he just sort of flipped a switch when he just said, look, um, you bowlers are going downtown. And he took them 360 around the wicket, reverse sweeps, sweeps, lap slogs, pulls, down the ground, out the ground. It was fantastic to watch. And as you said, it's a totally different contrast to the day yesterday, but the day yesterday set up what it was for today. And and, and as an England fan and a supporter, you would say, look, that's how you play test cricket. You see off the new ball, you make the bowlers go deep into the third full spells, and then you... uh, you know, you take advantage, and it's exactly what the England batting lineup did. It was well played. It was his 11th Test match 100. It was Joe Root's 25th Test match 100. 25 Test match 100s. And he's got so much cricket left in him yet. I mean, he's going to get well into the 30s, maybe get 40. Well, we hope so. We hope so. We're knowing this game, but you've got to keep going. It can easily catch up with you. And we saw, we, we talked about this yesterday, Mark, with Virat Kohli. It's been a while now since he's got a Test Match 100. But the way Joe Root looks at the crease, he's just hungry for runs. He looks solid. He plays good off the back foot, the front foot. He plays pace well. He plays spin well. And his game is just in a different league to any other England player, except, except Ben Stokes. When we see Ben Stokes play like that, it's just a masterclass. It's a masterclass about it. Yes, well, Gary Sobers was there today watching the play. And, and uh, he's always said that Ted Dexter was his thought the best England player he bowled at and his favourite England player, but he won't have been disappointed in Root and Stokes. They're, they're, they're really high quality and they, they entertained us royally. After that, it was a, it was really just a question of England pushing on. It wasn't very easy to force the pace. There were lots of singles available. They did that. They declared in the end at 507 for nine after Jack Leach got out dancing down the pitch trying to hit another boundary, hit one over extra cover 
um, and, and it was time to bowl. And so we've looked at people for the first time. We've heard from Goffey on, on Matt Fisher. What did you make of his debut, Alex? Yeah, I thought it was good. Exactly what uh, Goffey said you was going to get from me. He's not expressed, but he bowls in good areas. He's tall. He stays high at the crease at release point, so he's going to get extract any bounce he gets. He he had a sort of scrambled seam, so if he hits that any point, it's going to go one way or the other. I thought his line was good. And as you said, he was just excited to just get out there. Um, it was a good five overs he bowled. He would have been happy with his wicket. I don't think it was a great shot by Campbell, but he wouldn't care. Getting your first wicket, and hopefully... It'd be uh, the first one of many for this young bowler. Goffey, you said to me yesterday, well, to all of us, you, you, you said the thing about him, he's a confident lad. Mm. He won't be phased by the occasion. Nope. And bang, second ball he does for John Campbell. Yeah, it, it won't be phased. And, and, and now, like I say, when I came into the club and I met some of the players close up um, and got to know them, um, and from very early on, he was one of the more impressive characters. He stood out. Um, not afraid to ask questions that some people would just quite happily sit in the background and let someone else ask. And for someone who's been around a while, people think he's this young kid, but he's been around Yorkshire for a long, long time. He's struggled with injuries. But I just like him. I, 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 just, I think he's fitter this year than he's been for a few years. Um, he's strengthened up. He's lost a bit of weight. He's got a high action. Um, he, he's got a great seam position. He bowls good natural length. And I think, especially, again, in English conditions, I think he will be a serious handful. But as we've seen today on a flattish pitch with a new ball in the West Indies, playing test cricket, he has a straight-up seam ball. And then to the left-hander, he has that wobble seam that goes across the left-hander, which he got the wicket for of Jan Campbell. So, very intelligent man, very good man, and he's a good bowler. Okay, nice summary. Jack Leach, very good, I thought. Yeah, Jack Leach, I, I think he's been crying out for a test match where he can, he, he can show his skills. He, he's one of those bowlers that everybody, you either love him or dislike him, don't you? I think people are not sure whether he's good enough for test cricket. I don't think he had the, the pitches to bowl on in Australia. He were very seam friendly, especially those last three test matches. Didn't have the runs to play with either. In, in, yeah, exactly. In India, you got a team that just went at him quite early. And now he's got an opportunity with England getting a huge, huge score, the highest score for a long, long time, where he can actually now bowl on a pitch that is spinning, there is a bit more uneven bounce, and he'll be rubbing his hands, and he won't, he'll be excited about bowling over the next few days here in Barbados. Uh, Samuel Badru made the point that if he sticks to the, the, the method he used in Antigua and, and in the overs that we've seen here, which is just to look to bowl very straight, very full, keep it accurate, keep asking a question of the batsman. He's almost bound to take a few wickets, I think. The, 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 the increasingly, you know, the, it's helping him now, and it's the second evening. By tomorrow, the middle of the day, should be a nice time to bowl. Absolutely. I think it's one of them pitchers for Jack Leach. He's just going to stay patient, keep putting the ball in that right area. We've seen today a couple have bounced and gone past the shoulder of the bat. He had one that rolled, which were nicked, and it was an impossible catch for the keeper. It could have easily been bowled. And I think if he gets one, he could easily go bang, 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 very, very quickly. Coming in on this pitch against Jack Leach with a ball spinning, the odd one going on, a bit of bounce, so keeping low, he's got every chance of picking up a few wickets. If he gets into rhythm. 100% Goffey, and it's a fragile batting lineup as well. As you say, you've probably got their two best players in now, in Braffitt and Brooks. And then after that, you know, you've got, obviously, Bonus scored a, a very good 100 um, in Antigua. 
And then, you know, Jason Holder, he's going to be living off that double 100 that he scored in 2019. That was a special knock, though. It was, was a special knock. He, he, he put it everywhere, special. didn't he? But, I mean, listen, it's a fragile batting lineup. And as you rightly said, if he just sets in, you know, settles in, know that he's going to be bowling a lot of overs, just mix up his pace a little bit. He was a little bit flat. Just get it above the eye line because the West Indian boys' eyes will lighten up and they'll be looking to dance down. Just back yourself. You've got enough runs on the board. Throw it up there. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. If your passion for travel is on par with your passion for cricket, then I have some excellent news. The ICC Men's Cricket T20 World Cup final is being hosted in Barbados this June, which makes it the perfect destination for your summer holidays this year. To make the most of your trip, you can also experience eight matches from the series in Barbados, including... England against Scotland and England against Australia. In under a month's time, you could be spending your days exploring the vibrant streets of Bridgetown, drinking rum in the sunshine and experiencing exotic Bayesian delicacies in the culinary capital of the Caribbean. There truly is something for everyone. There's no need to wait a second longer. Head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today to book the trip of a lifetime to Barbados, truly the best place to be a cricket fan. Right, boys, great. Thank you very much. To sum up, uh, England declaring 507 for nine, West Indies in reply 71 for one, so a deficit of 436 to deal with, but with nine of their first innings wickets in hand. A little bit of wear and tear in the pitch. Some spin for Jack Leach, a first test match wicket for Matt Fisher, a day that England thoroughly enjoyed and will have gained a lot of confidence from. Best of all was a magnificent hundred from Ben Stokes to back up the one made by Joe Root yesterday. Plenty to look back on over the next 20 minutes or so. You're listening to Following On here on TalkSport 2. We're in partnership with the ECB. Thanks for being with us. Seals in again to Stokes, who's looking for his first run. We'll get it now with a beautiful shot down the ground, out to the long on era before. Roach round the wicket at Stokes, who thrashes that through point. What a wonderful stroke. A square cut of violence. Oh, look at that. What a wonderful strike. Stokes reverse sweeps and does so successfully. That's going to be four. What a shot. What a shot. I don't think I can give this justice. The more balls to Stokes, who comes down the pitch and hits this. Hoits it. That's gone. Going once, going twice, sold for six. Ben Stokes bringing up the 300 there for England. Oh, down he comes, Stokes. Oh, that'll be big. Don't worry about that. Sometimes you just know from the minute it leaves the bat, it's the noise, 
it's the follow-through and it's maximum. Mark, not only is it a maximum, we're going to use a new ball. It is on the roof. It's also taken him to 50, we should add. Tomorrow again, short. Pull shot from Stokes out towards deep midwick. It's gone all the way. That's his third six. Here is Ozari Joseph again, bowls. Stokes goes once more, full and wide outside the off stump, over long off for four more. He's seen enough, man. Ozari Joseph in. Stokes goes full and straight for six. Straight back over the bowler's head, onto the balcony. As my dad would say, this is licks. Holder in, bowls. Dipping full toss, which is punched by Root down the ground towards mid-on to bring up his 150. Fantastic place to play cricket, to watch cricket, and to enjoy a beautiful island. Love Barbados. Here's Kimar Roach. Big appeal for leg before wicket. Roach is celebrating. He's not even appealing. Uh, they've reviewed it. It's pitching outside or I think it's clipping leg. Impacts in line. Wicket's hidden. Hitting the top of leg. He's out. And Joe Root's gone for 153. Down he comes. Gets the single. Ben Stokes goes to 100. 100 to Saver. Stokes is back. Some might say he never went away. This has been a fantastic 100 by the Durham all-rounder and really set this game up for England. Oh, and he's gone huge here. He's had enough of Craig Brathwaite. It's a 12. Ben Stokes is really teeing off against Brathwaite. Now and he's caught by Shamar oh. Brooks at long off. Ben Stokes has hold out for 120 from 128 deliveries. It's a magnificent uh, masterclass of batting there from Ben Stokes. 499 for six. Oh, he's stumped. He's got a wicket for Sami Pamal. 500 up for England, 503 for seven. Here is uh, Roach and it's short and it's pulled out towards deep mid-wicket and it's caught. Leach now trots off, England declare. 507 for nine is the score. Here's Fisher again. And that beats him, oh, he it, yes, he has! Fisher has his first Test match wicket. What a moment! Two balls, one boundary, one wicket. Wow, what a what a feeling that must be. Great start for Matt Fisher Ooh. and Yorkshire. When well, Yorkshire, Yorkshire. <laughs> when Yorkshire you had to put strong, that in, didn't you? When Yorkshire is strong army, England is strong. Just had a proposal from a man to a lady called Mala. Is she watching the cricket? She might not be watching it. If I were him, I'd just have a think about it when he's not on his second bottle of rum. The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. And this is your gentle reminder that Barbados is the best place to be a cricket fan. With eight matches from the ICC Men's T20 Cricket World Cup Series taking place in Barbados this summer, including the final, you can experience the summer of a lifetime by booking today. Aside from immersing in world-class cricket in the sunshine, Barbados is the dream destination for all travel enthusiasts. It is where adventure meets paradise, the culinary capital of the Caribbean, and better still, the birthplace of rum. If you're keen to unite with cricket fans across the globe for what is set to be an unforgettable summer, then head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today.